Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the trap dog, giving them all dress like a million bucks, bucks. Things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, and listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time, a positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing now. The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, it, this is the start, it starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens, is 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic, to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if, if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If, if you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who was obviously going to be, if not already been toxic in your life. 
caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it. Oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude when they came in there and they fired you and let you go. Could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do. Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when it was sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone. And on May 23rd, 2005, when my deal, when, when, when my deal was done with, uh, the beat out in LA. Okay. Look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey radio network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, Oh, woe is me. I said, Oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provide you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going, can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go. It all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something that happened to them along the way. And don't worry, you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. 
because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is sitting at the doorstep of reality, of mourning, and on the doorstep of gratitude. Open the door to your heart and let me in. Boy, that was my open the door to the Maddox. Woo! Door to your heart. Woo! One of the coldest jams in the cupboard. Oh, gosh. On a chair in the basement in the dark. Oh, anywhere. See if there a place for me in your heart. Boy, that's my jam. Boy, you don't even understand. If you got time today, download Door to Your Heart by The Dramatics, one of the coldest love songs, boy. I only found out about it from you. I had not heard that one. I I never heard it. It was never a hit. It was on the B side. Oh, it was a jam. If you you understood soul music, them damn dramatics, man, I want to go outside. (laughs) Yeah. All I know is that in the rain and what you see is what you get. What you see? I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> right love. You know some people, people. Yeah. are made of plastic. Uh-huh. Yes. Boy, that was a jam. That well, was got a jam. Jam shopping. Oh, yeah. Not buying anything. <laughs> they they had. What boy, they had some <laughs> hits. But I thought One Way remade that. Uh, Shirley, just shopping. I didn't know it was dramatic. I don't know where. Who I thought. No, the Just a Dramatics Jam. Uh Who did One Way? Uh uh. Uh -uh. Down, sir. No, no, sir. (laughs) No, sir. (laughs) We got offended. My bad. No, no. One Way Hell. Okay. You talking about One Way to to make Cutie Pie? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll help some one way. Uh, hell no. <laughs> okay. Damn dramatics, boy. <laughs> All right. Take well, shout out to Sid one way. Ron Banks, LJ Reynolds. Dramatic world. Squirrel. 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 Yeah, squirrel. Junior, what's on your mind right quick, man? Man, well, uh, I'm telling you, man, I ain't know. All these songs make you feel like this, dog. They be singing about what they were doing, just shopping, not buying nothing. Spinning around. Oh, God. Spinning around. I just never heard these songs. I must be falling in love with your baby. What's that other jam? Uh, yeah. Like a wheel whirling round and round, roping down a hill, spinning on the ground. Your kisses make me dizzy in the head. Now I'm falling. falling. Yeah, I'm falling. Oh, here I go. Down and down I go. I can't help myself. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Chopper's funeral at the club. Let's go, Cat. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach, uh, James, James, James. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this, this is, uh, Gerald. Uh, I, I was a friend of, uh, uh, your, your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. And Chopper just, uh, passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at, uh, at Mount Baptist Church. And uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club, not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, uh-huh. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his, uh-huh. and when we 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 decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do, do you think? That you can talk to uh some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club. At the club. What, what, see what I'm, let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? And I understand it, but see, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really. Really go long as I've been knowing him. Now he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but these are church going folks. They yeah. want a funeral. But I, I understand. But see, Chopper wouldn't. Chopper wouldn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have the funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. No, no. I okay, get, but I but what, what I'm saying is though, is that he wasn't really. He wasn't really no church going person. I believe that a person ought to be, uh, 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 the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player. No, I, I don't, I don't know what you mean, player. No, this, this gotta be a funeral. This, 
this is this is church for. I go to church and all my folks go to church. No, we we, we got to do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing. But you don't you don't feel. But do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to gone on, and and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see? No, what I'm bro. Hell no, no. See, it, it's his chance to get himself right. We don't we don't have him up in church in, in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do how do you relate to this? Are, are you a preacher? Or are you? No, no, no. Where are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know yeah. Chopper's the last words about Chopper. Or to be said at the club, cause see that's what Chopper was. But five, six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what, what, why the hell would I, 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 I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club? How the f- that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, cause yeah, see but they. You talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something. No, it's not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, it's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club. What kind of that? But that's what Chopper was. That's what Chopper was. How the I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club. You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a... Food. No, you're not. You're gonna look like somebody's trying to keep it real. I can't even come to the damn funeral if I was to do some like that. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this here. Then. Let me ask you this here, uh, Jane. Do you think? Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh you... hell no. I ain't touching. I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the I'm gonna touch this body for? Hell no. We just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper well, most. No, hell. Again, who the f are you? How the f you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number. Said you was friends. Why the f y'all call me of all folk? Because why the f y'all call me? They say you good. You in with the family? You can. I talk. am in with the family, but I ain't in in the family. Make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all? I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that. Yourself. Man, I want. I just want trying to get you to bring the body by, man, and let us. No, I ain't touching no dead body. We just want to have one last drink with Chopper, well, man. You have one with your boys, and you 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 get together with them, and, and y'all talk about about him, and, 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 and let him know how Chopper was, what kind of person he was, what kind of person he. But we is need now. to. We want Chopper to be there. This Chopper. This is Chopper you talking about, man. Y'all this... bring y'all to the church. Y'all need to be up in the church. We want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. Come on, man, y'all full of. Where well, we y'all know. Y'all ain't gonna my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man? I ain't doing. I'm just going to this funeral. I'm gonna tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of family, y'all call the family y'all seven and do that. Look, I got one more thing I want to say. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. (laughs) (laughs) This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy.
told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of <laughs> man. I just know y'all ain't did this. James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, Your boy. No, 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 player. Uh, oh, oh, man, I can't believe this. No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that. Hey, man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, man. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You can thank me later. I'll be back uh, in another hour with some more welcome. stupidity. <laughs> thank you, Neff. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. Our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, is in the building, and he's waiting and ready. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the Osandero brothers do a reenactment of the Jesse Smollett attack in their new documentary, plus in other entertainment news, yeah, yeah. The reenactment. <laughs> yes, Again? yes. <laughs> we, we back on it? <laughs> they have a brand new documentary. We'll talk about it. Plus in other entertainment news, producers of the 95th Oscars said there were harder jokes written about Will Smith, but they decided to cut them out. We'll talk about all of these stories, like I said, at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. All right, CLO, Cynthia in Louisville writes, My husband loves to go running after work and then come home, eat dinner, and crash. He's a shower once a day kind of guy, and it's usually in the morning, and it's getting hotter now. So how do I get him to take a shower after his evening run? He can't get in the bed. Yeah. Y'all know how to do it. A woman can stop a man from getting in the bed. Uh-uh, you're not getting in here. Take a shower. Because yeah. nagging, nagging is very effective. <laughs> Get your nag on. Why would he want to do that? Why do we have to, though? Yeah. <laughs> oh, if well, you, you know. He nasty. But see, <laughs> men, men different. So, like he figured, I'm going to shower in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm you know. I'm tired. But this, but this running, and I, that's too much. See, I don't like that sticky feeling. Yeah. yeah. I can't even right. sleep good like that. I like my skin moving smooth on the sheets yeah. and stuff. I don't like when my legs and thighs is underarms is touching, getting stuck. That's a <laughs> that's a uncomfortable thing. Yes, it is. Man, get your ass up. Dog, I done fell asleep like that and got up and took a shower. I went home, yeah. man. Mm, this yeah. this ain't this this come on now. All right. Borderline trifling. Yep. Sorry, Cynthia. All right. Uh, Jasmine in Springfield says, I'm 28 years old and I was dating a man that is overweight and unattractive. Never in a million years did I think he'd cheat on me. I'm in shape and beautiful, but he cheated anyway. Wait a minute. She said she's dating? Yeah, she's dating him at 28 years old. Uh Uh-huh. He's overweight, unattractive. Okay. Uh, And her question is, uh, CLO, why aren't men ever satisfied, especially, especially the ugly ones? Well, because first of all, your ugly, fat, overweight, ugly ass man got money, which is why you with him in the first place. Let's stop this. If you ain't with him for his weight and you ain't with him for his attractiveness, then what's the pull? Is he bought you stuff and took care of you? That's why you with him. Hey, quit playing this game right here. So now, since he know that's why you with him and that's the bait that's worked, he ain't got no problem spreading the bait around nowhere else. He's he moving around. Uh-huh. See, y'all, y'all, but see, listen to me, man. Stop this. 
I, he's overweight and unattractive. What you with him for? Mm. Cause okay. of what he do. You all will overlook weight and looks if a dude can give you the lifestyle you want. And women do it all <laughs> the, the damn truth. time. You ain't saying that on this show. You ain't live right. yet. You ain't live. <laughs> no, I'm overlook. No, overlook a multitude of sins if he can give you the lifestyle and take yes. care of you the way you want it to. Guilty as charged. charged. Girl, charged. please. Girl, he ain't lying. He telling uh-uh. stop. Hey. No, no good well. Girl, I know that's the truth. So this she done wrote in, why can't he? No. Because that bait worked for you, he gonna spread this bait around. Mm. He got money for that other girl too. So she you should get a, a broke... Uh, cute, cute person. Why don't you try getting somebody to care about you? Mm-hmm. See, that's where you start. Well, there's that. Get somebody that care about you. Get somebody you can build something together. See, when y'all get these ready-made men that ain't really ready-made, ain't really made. Mm-hmm. They think it ain't no ugly cheaters out there. That's what they think. I don't know why they think. Man, please. I mean, tell him, Tommy. You, you know that. Wouldn't you? <laughs> he said, tell him, Tommy. <laughs> There's some ugly cheaters out there. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Moving on, Jasmine. I hope you got the message. Uh, Marquise in Key West says, um, I, I've been dating a woman for three years, but I don't love her romantically, and we haven't had sex this year. Ooh, this is what? I do value our friendship, and I wouldn't w- want it to end because I broke up with her. Is it possible to remain close friends after a breakup? <laughs> I mean, in March? When yeah, that's what I just said. That's March. Say hello? I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know why you with somebody you ain't in love with for three years. Mm. See, you see, you done got used to her. Oh. It's easy to be with her. Mm-hmm. You ain't in love with her. If you ain't had sex this year, you ain't had sex with her this year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, we haven't had sex. No, 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 no. They he had sex. Right, oh, I get you. He's, he's, get he's having it. Yeah, yeah. He ain't had it with her. Her, right. So it's cause you ain't in love with a dog. You don't. You don't outgrew it. Why don't you get somebody you love? See, you value the friendship. Why don't you tell her you just want to be free and see how that go? Now she gonna stalk you, and I want you to be looking. <laughs> I want you. Yeah, she gonna stalk you though. What? Yeah, you and, and I want you to be aware of a couple of things too. Cause <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me closely, dog. If you walk out of a building, always look at your clothes when you walk out of a building. Wait, what? Always look at your clothes when you walk out of a building. What does that mean? What's that for? Because it could be a red dot on your shirt somewhere. Oh, really? (laughs) That heifer is crossed the street on top of a building. And she can take your ass out. You can go in there and tell her. Yeah, you go in there and tell her you just won't be friends if you want to. I'm just letting you know. That's all I'm gonna say. CLO. Women put men in the friend zone all the time. If they're yeah, not but y'all like... don't like getting put in it though. Especially yeah, if don't. y'all been no. Especially after y'all been doing mode and friendly stuff. Now, oh now, oh, oh you don't want this? Well, who you getting it from? Mm. You know that's where you're going. And then also you've been cheating, and then you know what's gonna happen after that. Mm-hmm. It is hard to. Best thing you could do, dog, is move out of state. <laughs> now he got to relocate. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to uproot, dog. 
Cause you go in there and tell this woman y'all just finna be friends. There finna be no peace in your valley. <laughs> All over town. Mm. Oh, dog. Right. Oh, dog. All right, last one, Steve, last one. This is from Deshay. Deshay in Richmond uh, writes, Whenever I'm out with my boyfriend, he's always commenting on how other women look. He's a gentleman and opens doors for women, but then he follows them inside with his eyes. Is he being chivalrous or disrespectful in my presence? Mm. Well, he's being chivalrous. Because he's opening doors. Yeah, he's not being disrespectful to you because he don't know you watching him. What? You can't expect us not to see her. <laughs> so when you open the door, you got to do all this with your yeah, eyes. Turn, yes, turn. Yes, with your see, eyes. See what he got to do we is see you. <laughs> no, see what he's stupid is he got to open the door for his girl and her, uh-huh. and he got to let them go through. And while they going through, then you follow. Mm. You need some shade. Right. See, mm. you need some shade. Okay, whatever. Uh, coming up, technique is wrong. <laughs> his problem pain. is he getting in front of his girl and she watching his head. Yeah, Stay behind stupid. both of them, dog. <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. first extensive interview since testifying at former Empire actor Jesse Smollett's trial. The Osendaro brothers returned to the Chicago block for the first time since that chilly January 2019 morning for the five-part docuseries Jesse Smollett, Anatomy of a Hoax. The Osendaro brothers said on the morning they prepared to allegedly help Jesse uh, that they were helping him stage this racist and homophobic attack against him in 2019. He didn't show up on time. <laughs> they Great said, quote, yeah, he was late. He was late for the hoax. He, he said, had to get the sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The prop. Yeah. yeah. The, the he said, the brother said, quote, we made sure we got there at 2 a.m. sharp. Take a listen. 
and we had to plan our escape route to survey the land. His building is actually right here, right above the stairs that we're going to attack him at. We made sure we got there at 2 a.m. sharp. On the dot. On the dot. We had no phones because he did not want us to bring any phones. He said, so we don't lose them. I don't know if that's really the reason, but you can deduce your own reason. So 2 a.m., he was nowhere to be found. He was not there. So we were like, damn, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you damn. Bring you, late. No phone? you late. Damn, damn, we ain't got no victim. Right. You're late for your own hoax. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Have you seen Jess? <laughs> it's two in the morning on a show. Cold Chicago, Chicago morning. Right, right. All right. We all remember the trial back in 20, uh, December of 2021. A jury found Smollett guilty of five of the six disorderly conduct counts. He was sentenced in March of last year to 150 days in jail, but only served six days in the Cook County Jail. We all know Jesse Smollett still proclaims his innocence. Okay. Jesse uh, got to stop this. Man. Jesse got to stop just proclaiming your innocence. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. You got to yeah. cut this but, out. But we, got these brothers, we got these yeah, advocates I, doing I mean, documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen to this. The brothers went on to say, we started tussling and moving around. Take a listen. And I threw him to the ground. He wanted it to look like he fought back. That was very important for him because he said, hey, don't just beat my ass. Make it look like I'm fighting back and whatnot. So we did that. And then I threw him to the ground. He had no bruise. I wanted it to look more real. So after I threw him to the ground, I used my knuckle and gave him a noogie. So I went like this. Why did I do that? To give him a scar, to give him a mark, to make it look real like he really did get his ass beat. After I did that, I fake kicked him. I don't know what he was doing. I wasn't paying attention. That's where I came around with the bleach, the infamous bleach in the hot sauce bottle, poured it on his shirt. Then I finally put the rope around his face. Uh, man, God. Jesse got so to be Justin on time. Got, it's too much of directed this. this. <laughs> I got to watch this documentary. I want to see this. <laughs> see, that's I mean, why Jesse got to come off this. He ain't. He's, he's still on, Jesse. It, Jesse. Yeah, you got it. You got to. You got to fess up. Now. I tell you what, you Jesse. It. They explaining too much of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll say that because they can follow some directions. They got right. some directions down. Oh, and you know, got to. You got to be pretty good to be the actor and the director. The yeah. Fact. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now beat beat my ass a little more, and I'm gonna fight you back though. And, 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 and what am I Where my, where my, where my sandwich at? I just, where was my, I just lost my damn sandwich. He said, early. he said, then I came with the bleach and the hot sauce. Yeah, it wasn't blood. It was hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? You need to cut that out, Jesse. He's talking about you innocent. <laughs> too much. Ooh, All right. And wait, other, wait. Let me show y'all this, uh, though. A little bit more. He said. Oh, and please let me hear put, he said, I didn't put the rope around his neck like he said. It was his face. I said, Justin, you got to stop. <laughs> yeah. Man. Too many lies. Too, Too many big. lies. Come on. Has, right. he works, has he worked since then? Has he worked since? Uh, yeah, he's done a couple of things. They yeah. wrote off his character uh -huh. on Empire. Since then, yeah, since Empire. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, uh, moving on to other entertainment news. Jimmy Kimmel's Oscars monologue contained some jokes about the slapping incident at last year's ceremony, but he was actually prepared to go much harder on Will Smith. Kimmel's wife, Molly McNearney, says um, that she was also an executive producer of the Oscars telecast, and she says there were a lot more Will Smith jokes written for the monologue, but they were ultimately cut. She told People uh, magazine, we didn't want to make this year all about last year. I cannot tell you how many Will Smith jokes we had then uh, that we had to get rid of. We think the only that was only best for the show, and the, and the room made it. You know, there were certain certainly some some jokes that went harder, but we didn't think that that was our place to do that. That should be Chris Rock, not us. Well. Chris Rock came okay. through now, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he understood the assignment. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> so there were much harder jokes besides that one that Jimmy Kimmel said about if there's any violence here. Uh, we'll give you a best Oscar and give you an opportunity to do a 19-minute speech. <laughs> mm. Acceptance uh. speech. Yeah. They'll never forget. No. No. You won't forget it. it was the most... Everybody. Unforgettable Oscar moment of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all and it was time. a negative one. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's eating him alive because he's been the golden boy. He's not handled this well at all. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. <sighs> An immediate apology would have been What's going on, in that, what's going on nice. in that house right there? What's in that house? Yeah, all of a sudden, that wrong name at the Miss Universe pageant ain't that big, is it now? <laughs> <laughs> Making this about you. I always do. <laughs> Talk about live TV moments. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Hell yeah, I've been in them. We were hanging there, doggy. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll talk about Sierra's Vanity Fair Oscar party dress. Woo, right after this. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so let's talk about Sierra um, and this dress. Uh, She took took risque to a new level and practically shut down the the Vanity Fair Oscar party red carpet when she arrived in a barely there sheer netted gown by Dundas that was fresh off the Paris runway, uh, you know, for Fashion Week. The shimmering halter dress showed everything, including a tiny black thong that covered very little. She also covered her breasts with nude nipple covers. Uh, fans have mixed reactions to Sarah's, uh, Sierra's look. Some people thought it was amazing, and others felt it was something that should uh, be worn at home for her husband in private. Hmm. I was looking at Russell's face. Russell didn't look like he was happy. That's what it looked to me. Russell looked like he was. I know they argued about that before they left the house. They had. (laughs) They had. I don't know how they got out that house, but Russell was angry when he left that house. Pretty shocking. Yeah. 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 He was shocked the whole way in the car on the way to the house. (laughs) Russell was shocked. To the party. Yeah. Uh I think. I think they agreed to it. Oh, you you disagree with what Tommy's saying? You don't think it was an argument? I think no. I think Mm. they agreed to it. You know, oh. that was that was the she look for her. really wanted to wear it, mm-hmm. and yeah. he saw how much she wanted to wear it and go for he it. Ag- he so. agreed to that. I mean, did you well, see how he stood in that picture when they were taking that picture? Did you see him? No, face? I haven't seen. Send it to me, somebody, yeah. Monica, okay. please. Yeah. His face don't look like he agreed to. Yeah. It. I'm gonna yeah. tell he you that. Right like, well, I mean, 
He didn't look happy. He did. No, he didn't look happy. On he did not an agreeable face. Well, I mean, no, an agreeable not, face. I mean, look, you I got mean, it's their to business. know. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. You, your wife, you have a special place for her. Mm-hmm. As opposed to anybody else, and I know he does. He loves this girl, man. He loves oh, his yeah. family. He's a great guy. I love them as a couple. I do Me too. too. Power uh, couple. Me but too. you know that you know when people looking at your wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know now look that. at that picture. And look at his yeah. face. Now look at Russell's face. When I when, I, when you see this yeah. him, Russell, now, look like Russell look like he comfortable <laughs> right here. All you had to do was just put on the pantsuit. You don't think Russell talking under his breath? I'm telling you, you shouldn't want it, damn Jerry. I'm telling you, he's <laughs> he talking through his teeth. <laughs> talking through his teeth. I'm telling you, you shouldn't want it, damn Jerry. You got folks looking at me crazy. All my football friends are looking at me crazy because you don't walk out the hall with damn dress on. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> well, I mean, it was at the Oscars. It's over now, but uh, people are still talking about it. Mm. I mean, yeah. you know, I like she, Lord have mercy, fine. Yes, she is. She's beautiful. Like yeah, great but, body. All of you them. know. I mean, I mean, I, I love them though. I love them as a couple. That's mm-hmm. the thing, man. And so, like, that's their business. That husband and wife, they work that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, right. me and Marjorie, though, we gonna be in that. Th- we gonna be throwing hands. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell it. I'm going to tear the dress at the house. I'm going to just let you know that. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll check Steve's voicemail, 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. And if you would like to leave a message for Steve, all you have to do is call him, 877-29-STEVE. You never know. You might just hear your call on the air. Steve, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Stay ready. That's what I wanted you to say. (laughs) Tootie from Compton, California has something for you, Steve. Hey, Steve. It's Tootie from Compton, California. I was calling uh, basically to say thank you. Hello to everybody that's on the show as well. But I was calling to say thank you. I've been really overwhelmed with life, and I've been trying to find ways to stay motivated. So I went on YouTube, and I came across your motivational video. And it really uplifted me. So then I downloaded the iHeartRadio and started listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show every day. And I promise you, I've I've noticed a difference within my attitude, within my thought process. And I just really want to genuinely say from my heart, I appreciate you, man. I know you get these all the time, but I'm a cancer survivor and I'm struggling every day to be happy when I'm really grateful to be alive, but it still get overwhelming sometimes, and I just really want to thank you. It's not just me you touch. I know it's plenty of people you touch. God bless you, and thank you so much. I love you, Steve Harvey. Hey, Tootie, I appreciate you saying that, and Steve Harvey loves you back. But more importantly, God loves you more than I could ever possibly. And that's the good thing. When you open up your mind and your heart to a relationship with God, you don't have to be saved. You don't have to be Christian. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be able. You don't have to be healed. You you you, you can have a relationship with God just like you are. Broken, unhappy, dissatisfied, confused, challenged, all of that. He take all that. That's how he wants you. 
the problem, the mistake people make is they try to fix themselves and then go to God. That ain't how it work, y'all. Mm. Take your broken, disgruntled, unhappy, depressed, bored, overwhelmed, confused, don't know where to turn to self over there to him just like that and watch him do what he do. And just tell him, man, this is my situation. I'm broken. Can you help me? And then watch. He going to help you. Next, Shirley. All right. Andrew left a message regarding Richard Pryor, Steve. Yes, sir. Mr. Steve Harvey. My name is Andrew Harvey Jones. I was just sending a message uh, to let you know I believe that you could really do Richard Pryor some great service right about now in the comedy world or a movie, something like that. But, hey, who am I to know? Thank you, and you have a great day. Love you, Mr. Steve Harvey. Appreciate you, Drew. Old radio voice. Yeah. 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 He's an old school player. He mean what he say. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the window's passed for me to play that role. That was a time when I was younger it would have worked, but I was told I wasn't good enough actor for it, uh, oh. which they don't know. They don't know. But uh, Who and told I know you that, that. Who told uh, you? I don't want to say that because oh. he's famous. And uh, oh, yeah. oh, he yeah. told you you weren't good really? enough to play yeah. Richard Pryor. Is good he an actor, actor himself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did he you tell you me. what you should work on? No, no, wow. no, no. He said he was going to do it. Huh? Oh, so he was hating. Oh. All right then. Well, okay. okay. And that was before two thousand five. You ain't seen the movie, have you? Not at all. I'm not. Waiting. Guess I wasn't the only one that could act. Good <laughs> wow, that was what? He shot his own movie. Years? He did it. Yeah. Huh? Jojo Dancer. Yeah. yeah. Jojo Dancer. Yeah. Your life is yes, calling. He did it himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but Steve, you do look like Richard Pryor. <laughs> oh, that was. Hey, man, I got pictures of him. And me, and like it's crazy. Let me ask y'all something. Did he, did he think you what, looked like him? Well, he knew he knew my act was like his. His wife Flynn had told him about me. That's when he called me first time. Oh wow! He, you the end Flynn telling me about? <laughs> you the end? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell us more. When we come I love back. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next, prank phone call from the nephew. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is get in, get it on, and get on out. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Nephew, what you got? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got a quote that's been quoted all over the country in every black household. We've said it. It's been said to you. The title is, don't let them white folk help you. <laughs> Get your ass whooped. Don't let yeah. them white folks help you get your ass whooped. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Terrell. Yeah, this is Terrell. Who this? Hey, Terrell, this is Drake. Hey, you, you work the uh, you work the day shift, right? Yeah, I work at the day shift. I'm actually at work uh, right now. What's going on? All right, I'm on. I'm on the night shift with uh with Deshaun and Jamal. I'm on the night shift with I them. I don't know them, but is, is it something I can help you with, man? I'm at work, brother. 
What's going on? Yeah, yeah, we got a problem. So listen, us on the on the night shift, we hearing that you supposed to be telling everybody that we ain't doing something right. Listen, when we get a load in at the dock, we check that load in, we file it like we supposed to file it, and then we put and then we take the forklift and put everything where it's supposed to be. That's what All we right, do. Brother, what, what that, they gotta what they gotta do with me, brother? I'm at work. Because right they now. saying they saying that they saying that you saying that we ain't doing our job right on the night shift. Who is they? You got the wrong person, brother. Who is they? For one, don't no, tell they, me what they said. Oh, it, who said? You, 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 Ter you Terrell, right? Yeah, it's Terrell, but who is they? And I ain't say nothing like that. Okay, so but well, let me let me let me go let me go and clear it up like this here though. Don't okay. let them white folks help you get your whoop. Here? Yeah, my well, who gonna whoop my brother? No, I'm I'm telling you right now, if we get one more complaint about they, they talking about the night shift ain't doing something right, I'ma tell you right now, we coming up there to the day shift and you're gonna get your ass. Well, you're gonna let them white folks help you get your ass. What school, are man. you talking about, brother? So why I ain't making any complaints? If you bring your black ass on down here, then you talking about whooping somebody. Come on down here. I'll put this forklift up your. Hey, bro. You, you, you can you can do all this woofing you're doing right now. You can do all this woofing. What I'm letting you know is one more complaint go down about somebody saying something about the night shift. I'm coming up there personally. Bring your down here, then, man. I ain't trying to hear all this bullshit. I'm not a work right now. You called me with this bullshit. I don't even know who you are. Talking about the night shift. Matter of fact, don't come down during the day shift. I'll wait for your. To come to the night shift. But you can do what you want to uh, do. I work a, you I can do work a double and whoop your and work that double. Whatever you got to do. It don't matter to me, Terrell. It don't matter to me. All I'm saying is, so you up there walking. You send a thug, you leave. Don't call okay. me with this bullshit. Why are you running your mouth? Why are you running your mouth, folks? Why are you running your mouth to the white folks talking about we ain't doing our job on the night shift? nobody nothing. You better call somebody else and call me with this bullshit now. So, 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 what, why your voice getting high? Because you're lying. Wait, thinking, oh, what the f are you talking about? Who called me with this? Shit? Hey, hey I, man. You working tonight? Hey. You working tonight? Okay. I'm, I'm working tonight. I'm working tonight. You, you, uh, you, you forget you. I'm going to stay over. I'm going to work a double just to whoop your Okay. Well, come get this double ass whooping then. Okay? Come get this double ass whooping because we already done found out you the person running your mouth to them white folks talking about the nice shit. Nice shit ain't doing. Night shift ain't put this way it was supposed to go. Night shift ain't ain't check this order in right. Night shift, night shift. You well, blaming listen, everything. Hey, why, why don't you stop up and people will stop saying you messed up? Stop up and people won't complain on the day shift. It sounds we, we, like we, we messing up. up on the night shift. That's what I'm telling you, boy. It sounds like you up. They probably need to fire your oh, Okay, 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 cool. Ignorant. You know what? You know what? How long before you get it's off, man? How long before you get off? Oh, I How long before you get off? I'm working a double. I'm getting paid to whoop your ass tonight. Come on okay. in, boy. All right, Come cool. On, boy. Cool. Let's say no more. So how 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 your wife Cynthia doing? What? How you know my wife, man? How she doing? How do you know my wife? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm asking you a question. You really cruising for a bruising. You really cruising for a bruising. How the you know my wife, man? Huh? You want? You, you know you, my you, wife, huh? I'm finna, I'm finna tell you. You wanna know how I know huh? your wife? Yeah, you Do you wanna know how I know your wife? Yeah, how you know my wife? <sighs> Terrell, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Cynthia got me to prank phone call you! <laughs> what? Steve Harvey Morning Show? What? Terrell, Steve Terrell, Harvey. slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. This is, this nephew Tommy. 
from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Cynthia. Ooh, he, 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 he. You almost got your ass whooped, boy. <laughs> God, <laughs> I was star 69 in the shit out this car. I was coming to whoop that boy. God, <laughs> you damn near got me fired. The whole factory looking at me right now. God, I might have to kick your just for this if I get fired. Hey, hey, this is what nephew told me. Get out of the Steve Harvey Show. God, yeah, nephew, tell him talk to him right now. <laughs> hey, 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 Terrell, do me a favor, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, <laughs> man, y'all got me. <laughs> you yes, sounding like yes, Junior sir. for a minute. Why yeah, your voice get high? <laughs> <laughs> High pitch boy. <laughs> Star sixty nine though. <laughs> Man, let them white folks help you get your behind. Whoop! That's what's gonna happen. Classics, classic, classic. All right, uh-huh. April Fools. April Fools is going down. Y'all already know Comedy Jam number six. All right, that is Junior, Dominique, Rodney Perry, yours truly, nephew Tommy, and Monique, the Queen of Comedy. That is at Texas Trust, Dallas, Texas. April Fools, April the first, Saturday night. You do not want to miss it. Tickets are on sale right now. All right, laying in the cut. April the fifteenth, the nephew is going to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Me and my man Life Jennings, laughing love, baby, laughing love, Southern. Kentucky Performing Arts Center. All right, you do not want to miss it. Tickets are on sale right now, April the 15th. I've been informed that is not tax day. It has moved to the 18th, but uh, I would be there on the 15th. So come hang out with your boy in life, Jennings, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Nah. All right. Nah. Sounds like fun. Junior, we're finna grab the mic, boy. Hey, man. Hey man, just call, just call my name. Just call my name. Watch your time. Call my name. Watch your time. Watch your time. You know who you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't gotta worry about my time. I got my time. I'm cool. Just call my we name. Good. We good. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> I'm Do your time. Get your ass off stage. Stay <laughs> <laughs> in prison. Both of us. Steve Harvey, comedy coach. I like it. Anybody him. say anything about me, handle it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Don't be scared. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Oh, you, oh, you just you, catching on, Junior. You yeah. just oh, catching wow. on. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you felt that way. Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. Tell him, holler at your boy. <laughs> yeah. I got from, that, from that engagement to today. Woo. Texas Trust. Don't miss it. April Fool's Night. <laughs> Saturday night in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Oh man, it's stupid, stupid, stupid. Are you sure you don't want to come? Mm. Where is it gonna be, Junior? <laughs> the Texas Trust Theater, April first. Where is that at, Junior? <laughs> Down in Dallas. You, you... Oh, in Dallas. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You Boy, might want to come. You know, if I walk out on the stage in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> yeah, because you know that's like where it all really, really popped off for me. Yeah, you perform. Boy, you don't understand. <laughs> I walk in there and shut it down. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no next. 
<laughs> All right. All right, guys. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subjects get in, get it on, and get on out. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours, okay? You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subjects get in, get it on, and get on out. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 34-year-old single man, and I'm not ready to settle down, but one female in particular has me hooked. I was the type of guy to get in, get it on, and get on out. But she has flipped the script on me, so now I need advice from the master. I'm seeing three different women regularly, but I'm taking precautions and I'm being respectful to the ladies. So far, none of them have been in their feelings. I'm the one that's getting caught up and it's the fourth woman on my roster that's got my nose wide open as my daddy said. She's a professional single mother and her son is always respectful. Her house is always clean and she is always in the best mood when we're together. I don't mind being seen with her because she always knows how to act, how to order food and how to pick up a check sometimes. She insists on paying the bill every once in a while, so I let her if it's something small like when we go get smoothies. Yes, I get smoothies with her and her son if she invites me. The only thing that bothers me is that she doesn't need me. The other women expect small tokens of appreciation if I sleep with them and I understand that. This fourth woman gets me in, we get it on, and then she expects me to leave before her son realizes I'm there. That's such a turn on for me. I think I may be falling in love with her. My dad said it's because she has high standards for herself. If that's the case, why is she sleeping with me with no strings attached? I often wonder if she has a roster of other men or if I am special to her. I would love to see where our relationship can go, but I don't know how to bring it up to her. Can we go from friends with benefits to a monogamous relationship? Wow. Uh, this is different. Uh, you're 
right. We usually get these kinds of letters from women. But um, thank you for showing us your vulnerability. Uh, thank you for showing us what some men really want. Uh, men can get caught up too. Uh, you said you love just everything about her almost, uh, this one woman, um, except the fact that she doesn't seem to need you. And men want to be needed, don't they? But it's not that she doesn't need you. It's just that she loves herself and puts herself and her needs first. It's like your dad says, she has high standards. She's a smart woman. She knows what kind of man you are. She knows that you have more than one woman. She's not going to get caught up like that. She's just not going to do it. Uh, everyone likes someone that's hard to get and not easy. And men like women that they have to work for and do things for. So keep working at it. Let her know you're serious. You you, you know, you can spend more time with her. Um, and in order to do that, guess what? You're going to have to lose some weight. Let some of those other women go. Plus, you have to start making plans that include her and her son. Clean up your act. Make sure you can take care of them, provide for them before you shoot your your shot. So uh, get your finances in order, all of that. If you're not serious about this woman, though, you're not serious about doing right by her, don't play with her. Just keep it right where it is. Steve? Uh, This is very simple for me. Uh, Shirley made a statement that thank you for showing us your vulnerable side. I want to say something. This is happening to this 34-year-old man. It happens to every last one of us it is going to happen this is a a letter that so explains what I've always said all men can change all men will change but there is only one woman that we are going to change for and well that's what this letter is about this is about a 34 year old single man who said he was not ready to settle down, but there's one female in particular p- particular that's got me hooked. He talked about he want to get it in, get it on, get on out, but he said this one to flip the script. So now you need advice from the master. So he's come to Steve Harvey. But your father is a master too because he's seen this movie before because guess what? It happened to your father with your mama. So your father already told it to you. You're seeing three different women regularly. You're taking precautions and you're being respectful. So far, ain't none of them been in their feelings. Because really, most of them know what they got. Because when you got time for three women, you ain't got time for one. So they already know if you ain't here, you got to be somewhere. You understand? You ain't giving none of them full-time attention because you can't because you got your time split by threes. Now you got it split by four. So everybody know what a quarter of attention is. So far, none of them been in their field. But the fourth woman on my roster got your nose wide open. Your daddy said, as your daddy said, your nose wide open. She's a professional single mother. Her son is always respectful. She she raising her kid right. Her house is always clean, and she's always in the best mood when we're together. She's a great person. Sounds like a good catch. I don't mind being seen with her because she always knows how to act right there. Now, you're having a problem with a couple being seen with them other ones. Because they're just good for that activity. But you see what a man say, I don't mind being seen with her because she knows how to act. Because he done been with somebody that done got out there and acted out. She know how to order food, how to pick up a check sometimes. I hate that you say that. 
she insists on paying the bill every once in a while, so I let her. If it's something small, like when we get smoothies, okay, I understand that. I get smoothies with her and the son if she invites me. Only thing that bothers me is that she don't need me. Uh-oh. When we come back, I'll explain what he means by that, ladies. And I'm going to show you right, how you see, catch what you want. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, get in, get it on, and get on out. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He's being respectful of the women. He always protects himself. He's being respectful. So far, none of them have been in their feelings. And the reason that no one's getting caught up in their feelings is because they know they own a roster. Because if you got four women, there's no way you can devote your time to one. So they know what part-time is. But they're also getting some benefits we found on later in the letter. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, so far, none of them been in their feelings. But it's the one that I'm getting caught up with, and it's the fourth one. She got my nose wide open, like your daddy say. She's a professional single mother, and her son is always prof- professional. Respectful. Now, you say you've come to me because you need advice from the master. But I got to tell you something. Your daddy's spot on. Your daddy's a master, too. Don't take much to be a master. You just got to have lived it. Your daddy didn't lived it. He didn't told you she got your nose wide open. He already seen this movie before. She's a professional single mother. Her son is always respectful. Her house is always clean. And she's always in the best mood when we're together. Sound like a great catch to me. I don't mind being seen with her because she always knows how to act. The reason a man write that in the letter, ladies, because one of these three women that he takes out, these three women here can't go nowhere with him because they done went out and showed out. She knows how to order food. Uh, y'all, you got the other ones. You down at dinner. You down at Denny's with this other one, and she all in the back of the menu. You at IHOP, and she all in the back of the menu. When we go to Denny's, we get the breakfast slam and the moons over my hammock. You don't go in the back of the menu. When you go to IHOP, you stay at the front of the menu. Get what's on the damn sign. What is you all back here talking about? I want some shrimps. This ain't what they do back here. What is you ordering the strip dinner for? Fresh yeah, no, you all, yeah, you all in the back ordering stuff. You want? I want the chicken fried steak. That's not what they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> you all back on page four, four. Get up in here in the front. <laughs> she insists on paying the bill every once in a while, so I let her. It's something small, like when we get smoothies. Yes, I get smoothies with her in the sun when she invites me. So now you like it. Only thing that bothers me is she don't need me. Now, ladies, this is where some of us ladies make mistakes. By demonstrating that you don't need a man is not always the smart move. Because now a man don't get to be the knight in shining armor. He don't get to ride in at the cavalry over the hill and save the day. He don't be able to rescue the damsel in distress. You have got to show some form of vulnerability so a man can see where he fits in. That's what we're looking for. Now, that's what bothers him. The other women expect small tokens of appreciation if I sleep with them and I understand that. So it's a play for it's a, it's a pay to play situation you know i'm sleeping with you i need help with my rent this woman ain't doing that and and he expects me and then this other woman expect the other women expect tokens of appreciation if i sleep and i understand the fourth woman gets me in we get it on and she expects me to leave for her son realizes i'm here that's because she don't want her son to see somebody that might not be around for the long haul and have some ignorant thoughts about about her mama this woman is smart that's such a turn on for me. I think I may be falling in love with her. My dad says because she got high standards for herself. See, now 
you see what a real woman act like. She's a single mother. She handling her business. She taking care of the way her she cares about what her son and her child feels. She wants you in and out. She likes you. She ain't putting a whole lot in it. She hoping you step up to the plate. Because she ain't just in here playing with you like a boy toy. She really wants you to step up to the plate. And she hoping you do. But she ain't going to make that move. Now, she got high standards. And if that's the case, why is she sleeping with me with no strings attached? Everybody don't want to be paid to sleep with. Them ain't strings. You're saying with no strings attached. No, there's no money attached. She don't want to equate her body and her love with a payment. How you don't see that, homie? She don't want that. She's saying, I'm good enough as I am. Now, when you realize I'm worth more, would you please let me know? But in the meantime, please don't drop no rent money off on my counter because that ain't, I'm not that girl. I often wonder if she has a roster of other men. Why? She's taking care of herself. She's a professional. Or if I'm special to her. You probably are. I would love to see how a relationship can go, but I don't know how to bring it up. Yeah, you know how to bring it up to her. Bring it up to her. Can we go from friends with benefits to a monogamous relationship? That's what she hoping for. So why don't you man up, zip it up, and come on in there with a plan? But you got to cut the mother heifers loose, though, dog. All right. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, we'll start with the NFL Shirley list. Still no word on Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets or is he going to stay in Green Bay. But Aaron Rodgers did send a wish list to the Jets. So is that a sign he going? Because there's some players. He got some players he want to see in Jets uniform. Like uh, his former uh, wide receiver, Adam Lazard. He just signed a four-year, $44 million deal with the Jets. Then he also would like to have Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, for the Green Bay Packers to go to the Jets. And he also wants Randall Cobb, wide receiver who was playing with Green Bay. He wants him to go to the Jets. But he got one out of three right now. Does he's that mean he's going? Team. Yeah, he's trying to pick a team. Man, he holding the, he holding have the Jets. Have you heard something about Lamar? And Lamar Jackson uh, can start taking offer sheets and from offer sheets from other teams because he still hadn't signed his franchise tag. So they can give him offer. Now, now some people say he wanted to go to the Titans. Now this could be this could happen if they I give heard up two. He was gonna sign with the Redskins. All they need to do is just give up two first round picks. That's all they gotta do, and they gotta match the offer. I'm hearing everything but the Texas. Okay, I give you he one. He's not going down there. <laughs> I give you one time. He nobody go down there and run for their life. <laughs> Hi, we did. Oh, yeah. The only move we made in free agency, Tommy, is we just uh. We signed a guard. That's all I can tell you. This <laughs> is name Shaq Mason. That's it. And he got nobody to guard. <laughs> <laughs> also, man, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to the Las Vegas Raiders. You got a three-year, $67 million deal, man. Brock Purdy from San Francisco. Brock Purdy going to be the starter, or is it going to be Trey Lance? We got to see. But we know Jimmy G ain't going to be there. That's one thing we do know. Mm. It's, it's going to be Mr. Happy. Irrelevant. That's who it's going to be. That's the boy <laughs> That little boy did play, man. So also, <laughs> uh, Darren. But here's the thing. Darren Waller, who was a tight end for the Raiders, he got traded to the New York football Giants. So that's one weapon Garoppolo going to be without. They gave up a third-round pick for him. 
Cowboys have traded for uh, Indianapolis Colts cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Ooh, Stephon Gilmore going from the Colts to the Cowboys. Still mm. nothing about the Texas, Tommy. I'm sorry. I had what position he play? Cornerback. Yeah, they're trying to get somebody on the other side over there from uh, Stephon uh, Diggs. Yeah, man. Trayvon so, Diggs, whichever one. I think, I think it's Trayvon. But I think uh, that's going to be a nice nice secondary there. You, you got yeah, it? Still, the Cowboys ain't going nowhere, dog. That's, I hate to say that, but they just say, I, I don't see it, man. I don't like the coach. To me, it's been that redhead boy that was coaching him, Garrison. They kept him too long. Mm. I think they got, they got the talent, man. I think it's the coach. I don't like this fat boy, McCarthy. <laughs> I don't think you know what he's doing. What? Coming up go. at the top of the hour, uh, there's a guy on social media, Steve, who needs advice. He says his son is flirting with his wife's friends. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blister and rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, Steve. So Jack on Facebook writes, my son's turning into a player. He's now 16 years old and clearly has a thing for older women. Occasionally we'll have friends over and uh, there have been multiple reports of my kid making some smooth moves on some of my wife's friends. The first time I heard about it, it was kind of funny. Now, though, it's happened five times that I know about. Do we need to step in on this or just stop inviting my wife's very attractive friends over? What's the deal? Well, you know, it's a pro- the boy ain't no real, really no problem. You know, you could step to your son and tell okay. him, hey, 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 these grown folks don't come in here with that. They starting to mumble about it. Do it again. I'm going to have to talk to you. Now, listen, you got to say something if that's really the problem. But I'm curious why this man is writing us about his 16-year-old son. What? I really think the problem is him. Who? The father. You think the problem is with the dad? With Maybe. the wife's very attractive friends. Oh. They fine. They ain't attractive. They fine. Yeah. Yeah. They look yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. See, and he know it. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. wrote a letter. For what can he say to the boy? He need advice for himself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Himself. Yeah. He oh, need okay. to know. He trying to talk himself down off this bridge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> himself, himself. You know who we talking about. Yeah. It's himself. <laughs> Is Miss Nisi coming over again? Dang. <laughs> Not Miss Nisi. Yeah. Ooh, I love Miss Nisi. What did he say, Junior? Dang. Dad, is Miss Nisi coming back over? Boy, see? That outfit she had on. God, I need them heels. I'm going to say something when she come back. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the problem. So yeah. you think problem is him? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's today. So, he, tra- he, he 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 just look, man. Look, it happens. In what life. happens? You're gonna run into some. Your wife gonna have some friends. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Huh. Go sit your stupid ass down somewhere and shut your damn mouth. That's never happened to you, right, Steve? I sits my ass down somewhere <laughs> and shut. The best I do is offer coffee. <laughs> That's all I can do. For you know, they always say, "Wow, for him to be on TV, he is so polite." Yeah, yeah ladies, ladies, y'all need anything? Hey, baby, you want some coffee? I know. I no, no. I treat her like a queen in front of them girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby, y'all need anything? Let me get somebody down here for you. Oh, I'm okay. actually taking the coffee in the room for. Her. What? Oh, Hell yeah. look at you. I, I, I know how to get them brownie points, man. You know, just in case. You know. Oh, Marjorie, Steve's so sweet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I see why you married him, Chris. Ain't I all don't. Of that. Uh, <laughs> 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 Any of your sons been in that situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't say something about a couple of friends. Marjorie slapped taste out there, man. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I wish you would go over there and say something to her. And deeper still, I, I want her to say something back to you because I'm going to kill both of y'all. Ooh. <laughs> deeper still. Deeper still. <laughs> yeah. You caught that deeper still. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we have time. We have another one. Uh, this is from Jaleel on Steve Harvey FM. He says, I'm, I'm a high school guy. T- Taking on my first part-time job, I have a question for more seasoned employees than me. Since I'm in school, they said I can't be part-time, so I'm working six hours a day, five days a week. I was also told that they have to give me at least one 30-minute break during my shift. Well, I've been working about a month now, and each day, uh, but one. I've been told to clock out for my break, but it always happens during a rush, and I've been asked to come back and help out, even though I'm on my break and off the clock. I kind of asked about it once and was hit with substantial attitude. What's the real story with this? I like the job and want the experience, but I also don't want to get used. Okay. I want my well, 30 minutes. I'll get the 30. That's that's life, dog. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to get 30, but they ask you to come back early. You know, you're going to have to start taking your break earlier before the rush or after the rush is over. Okay. That's all, right. all to it. Life ain't fair, dog. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Former GMA3 anchors Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are reportedly in Los Angeles pitching ideas for their first post-Good Morning America gig. Uh, The couple who, of course, they were fired from GMA over their affair. They want to co-host a daytime talk show. Well, a TV executive said, quote, two attractive hosts mix in a romantic drama. Who wouldn't want to watch them interact every day? (laughs) Sounds good to me. Questions for the guys. Would you want to do a TV uh, talk show with your spouse, quote, partner every day? Would you want to do that? Hell no. 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 You wouldn't do a show with with Amy Marjorie? Work and home? Uh Uh-uh. Like uh, Kelly and Mark now, instead of Kelly and Ryan, Kelly's yeah. gonna gonna work with her husband now every day and be at home. Well, he gotta do something to contribute. Uh-uh. No. 
I'm, al- I'm already contributing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I like missing my girl, seeing her, I ain't yeah. seen her. I oh, like okay. That. All I got day, you. the end of the night. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. Sure then you got to come home and talk about work. Talk about well, work. See, what I'm not going to do is have her telling me what to do at work, too. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that's that's going to get on your nerves. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Junior, you're newlywed. No, that's it what I'm saying. You're going to wear the newness all fast. I know the newness is going to be over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Andrew, y'all just going to be wed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah. All right. Coming up in 33 minutes after, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for another round of Would You Rather. Would you rather go one month with only a tank top on, or would you rather go one month with only a Speedo? Mm. Oh, that's it. Tank. What do you mean? Let's just the only, only article of clothes? Yeah, mm-hmm. just a tank top. Mm-hmm. Or a speedo, which one? Only I, for just for a month, just for a month. You mean you mean <laughs> every day? That's all you can wear? Uh huh. Just mm-hmm. for a month. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put okay. them speedos on. <laughs> okay. I can't. Too I can't much. Speedo. Yeah. I got to. I can't. I, can't I, I, I just can't be out like this. That's <laughs> <laughs> just. It's just too much. Too much. I, it's yeah. no too way. Because you got yeah. to care. You got to care about this area. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Would you rather make out at the movies or would you rather make out at the back seat of a car, in the back seat of a car? Movies or a car? car. In the car. The car going to lead to something. That movie is uncomfortable. That chair right there. You ever tried that chair? That chair is uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Making out in the car is comfortable? (laughs) No, it's not. At least I've done it before. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There's some work going in it. Now, I was way Ooh, younger. Yeah, something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. Would you rather do it in an abandoned building or a public park? Which one? <laughs> I don't know about this abandoned building. I don't. No, I can't. No. Uh, that flow might fall through. Uh, I'm gonna be at the park. Yeah, we're gonna be outside in that grass outside. or something. Yeah. <laughs> in a public park, people can see outside. you. Well, it's Yo. gonna be night or something. We're gonna be able to get some trees. Yeah. We're gonna just keep moving around <laughs> this tree. We're gonna keep moving around this tree. I can work with this park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we and then on top of that, uh, we in a abandoned building. It could be a drug deal going down. We ain't getting naked. <laughs> <laughs> Not an FBI, the DIA, DEA. I can't feel nothing run across my foot. That's what we can't do in this damn building. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather lick a public doorknob or would you rather lick the floor of a subway station? I'm not doing that one of them. Public doorknob, no, subway station. You yeah. got to pick one. Uh-huh. Which Come one on. would you rather? Public what, what doorknob what, or a subway what door? Floor? Is it? What door is it? The door at my house. What door is it? A public. public. That's public. a private doorknob. Public. Man, we're going to die either way. <laughs> <laughs> so pick one. All right, the doorknob. Okay. <sighs> All right. Junior? Mm-mm. Don't. I don't. Don't. A doorknob. What? The doorknob? Yes, mm-hmm. I'm saying. We've been get this Doc Tishner on here, though. I'm telling you. See? 
Yeah, I'm going to go on and do the donut because that way ain't nobody wiped themselves on that donut. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's today's disgusting round of Would You Rather. <laughs> Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good Thursday. You know what tomorrow is. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. That's what you. That's not what you were referring <laughs> that's to. That's Friday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. All right, <laughs> so. I don't even do St. Patrick's Day. I don't even know what that is. What? You don't want any green beer? No. No. Green milkshakes from McDonald's. (laughs) In Chicago, they turn the river green. Uh, Okay, Steve. So before we get out of here, we have a a call for you from Victoria. Hey, Steve. My name is Victoria. I done travel halfway around the world, and I listen to you everywhere. I just got to say, you know what? You're real. You're funny. Um, Just keep doing what you're doing because God has blessed you with a gift. And... You know what? You make my day. I don't care whether it's something good, something bad, some hood, or some government. Whatever it is, you just keep doing what you do. Be incitive, and that's what you've been. I appreciate you and really look forward to continue hearing you. I'm glad that God has blessed you to continue to be here, and may he continue to shine on you. Keep up the good work, Steve. I love you. One day I'll be on your show. Just remember my name. Victoria, they call me Ms. B. Holla at your girl, boy. Yeah, holla at your girl, boy. Appreciate that. We're going to keep doing it. Ain't nothing else to do. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. To do anything else would be a violation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you a, Steve. You got a dog on there that like you, too. I heard him. Yeah. You got a dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was interesting that she said God has blessed you with a gift. But don't we all have gifts? Victoria has her own gift, right? Everybody got a gift. Mm-hmm. God never created a soul he didn't bestow a gift to. That's the thing about it. It's just that people keep looking at gifts the wrong way. They keep thinking if you're gifted, they're talking about running, jumping, singing, dancing, mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. Those are gifts. If you if you if you're a caregiver of people, if you're gifted at that, if everybody wants you to take care of their baby instead of the other person, babysitting is a gift. Babysitting turns into daycare centers. Daycare centers turn into multi-million dollar operations. You can be a landscaper can be your gift. Agriculture, farming can be, teaching can be your gift. There are nurses who are gifted at nurses. Nurses are important people, man. They're the go-between between the doctor and that patient, man. If you got a good nurse, man, dog, a nurse can help you out. You got a bad nurse, man, you got a rough stay. You got a rough stay. So, you know, it's a lot of gifts, man. I know a person whose gift is driving. I met an old guy who was shooting a commercial this weekend, and he said, man, this is my dream. I've always wanted to be a truck driver. He said, man, it's the best job in the world. 
He's gifted at it. He said, man, I've been driving truck 40-some years, man. He said, I would never do nothing else. He said, the freedom, I'm out on the road. I said, wow, you can be gifted at a lot of stuff. And you have to honor that gift. And your gift will make room for you. But more importantly, if you live in your gift, man, you'll always be content with waking up every morning. It's when you're not living in your gift that you lose your contentment with life. Because if you're waking up doing something you don't enjoy doing or you're not gifted at, and you got to do it every day and you don't like it, that's a, that's a tough existence, man. And there are so many people doing it because they are afraid to let go of their job and pursue their gift or their dream. And pursuing your dreams is difficult. It takes courage to follow your dream. It takes courage to quit your job. It takes courage to open a business. It takes courage, man, to be in a committed relationship. It takes courage to do the right thing. It takes courage to take out that loan. It takes courage, man, to go to school. It takes courage to get a degree. It takes courage to get properly trained. It takes courage to climb the corporate ladder. You got to have courage to go to work every day at the post office, at FedEx, at UPS, at DHL, at the fire department as a police person. You got to have courage, man, strap that badge on every day. It takes courage to be what you want to be in life because the devil's mission is to rob you of your destiny. Do you understand what I just said? It takes courage to be what you're supposed to be because the devil's mission is to rob you of your destiny. So when you take the step forward to be what God intended for you to be, to live your dream, to live in your gift, to go after your purpose, there's going to be opposition. The opposition is real. It's real, man. And that's that's what happens. And people don't people think I don't, I don't know. Well, I know what people think. I do know. Stop expecting it to be easy. Stop tripping every time it get hard. It's going to be hard. It's hard to have a family. It's hard to raise children. It's hard to keep them on the right track. All this stuff is hard, man. It's not easy. Y'all, you got some people that make it look easy, but it's hard. Take your hat off to these people that's raising these kids out here. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't let my child do that. That ain't your child. This ain't your situation, and there is no manual for this thing. I would never let no man do me like that. You don't know what a man doing behind your back. You ain't got control of that. Stop with all this, man. Y'all, this thing is hard, but if you put God in the mix, he can help you deal with all of it. Hard becomes easy once you have a solution. Those are my closing remarks today, and I didn't even plan on it. Mm. Talk to God today, y'all. He'd love to hear from you. If you don't talk to him, he'll still be there when you do. That's the cool thing about it. But if you don't call me when you say you're going to call me, lose the number because I don't <laughs> pick it up after that. That's the difference between me and the Lord. You are not the yeah, Lord. And ain't you glad he, he is? Well, yes. Contest, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.